what's going on everybody welcome back to the cinemania world podcast my name is Dwayne. today we have episode four of the box office beatdown show with myself and my co-host larry from lc screen talk larry welcome back (laughs) of course thank you so much for having me as always yes let's talk about some box office Yes, sir. We have um, the box office rundown for this weekend, the weekend of March 15th. I'm excited to get this going. I'm pretty sure we all know what took over the box office this weekend. But um, first things first, let's get right into it. Uh, Box office this weekend. What do we got for number one? So, holding off all the new competition and staying put at number one this weekend was Captain Marvel, coming in with approximately $69.3 million, which is a good 50, almost 55, 54.8% drop in weekend number two. That brings Captain Marvel up to $266.2 million here domestic for a worldwide total of 760. Two million. So we're three quarters, three quarters of a way to that billion mark after two weeks, and fifty-five percent or so drop is healthy for MCU films. So not a bad weekend for Miss Captain Marvel. Another, uh, I, I'm seeing all the reports go around about how much that movie's been wait, been been making all week, and it's just kind of baffling. It be, it's already surpassed a lot of you know hero superhero movies already. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the listing was like Gar, like Guardians One, and like Doctor Strange, and Suicide Squad. Um, so it's just, it's, it's incredible to see how great this is, um, how great it's been doing this past couple of weeks. I definitely, you and I both definitely thought like we, we like, we had a feeling that it was, it was going to, like, it was going to give like a, a nice decent drop. Yeah. I wasn't expecting 54. I thought at least, I, I didn't think it was going to go 50, but I was thinking at least like, I don't know, like a 45% drop. Uh-huh. So, um, do you think domestically as far as like the domestic box office goes do you see anything wrong with it or is that that's that's still good in your opinion yeah i think um a 55 uh, 55% as i said is pretty much i think it was just slightly under the average mcu second week drop which is about 55%. So it's right in the ballpark with what marvel tends to do on week 2s. Uh 266 is a great number after 2 weeks. So i don't i don't see anything wrong with how captain marvel's performing. Obviously right. worldwide it's killing it. It's about to pass guardians uh worldwide as well, the first one at least. And i mean as we were talking about last week i i can't envision it falls off hard enough not to reach that billion Mark, so yeah, I think uh, they they've done everything they've needed to do, both stateside and worldwide, with Captain Marvel. Right, right. I think it's. I'm really. I uh, I, I watched it again the other, like just I think uh, Thursday before I, before, you know, I watched it again, enjoyed it again the second time and stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely excited to see. Excited to see that it's still making this much. Do you do you see it still being? Um, do you see it still being in theaters the same way Black Panther was in theaters when Avengers Endgame comes out? Because the trailer came out 
like this week as well. Like the first after Captain Captain Marvel's first weekend, the trailer came out and it showed Captain Marvel specifically in the trailer. So, um, do you think it's is that that was like a way for Marvel to capitalize more on the box office? I don't know how you look at 155 opening weekend and see, hey, let's capitalize <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> but um, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it was certainly duly beneficial. I think it could definitely have a good beneficial property for the film right. as well as i think you know for one shazam was releasing those early reviews uh so marvel yeah. i think kind of snuffed that out with their trailer um and made sure to be the dominant force right now taking over the the movie landscape but i also think captain marvel playing right now feeds into more excitement for endgame so releasing the trailer is great there too Right, yeah, I definitely agree. All right, so let's move on to the number two spot. What took the number yeah, two spot? Yeah, so this we weekend? had a lot of new releases this weekend. Yeah. I was actually overwhelmed by how many new releases I know, we had you this were, weekend. <laughs> you and I should eat out. You, you and I should eat our words out because we were both talking so much shit about these uh, next two movies as far as box office goes. I, I told but... <laughs> you about this one, and I, I guessed fourteen, so I wasn't too far off. Uh, Wonder Park comes in at number two with right. six. 16 million opening weekend, which is a great number. That was higher than their highest estimations. And then worldwide, it opened to 20.3 million. Now, the problem here, this is a co-release um, from Paramount Pictures and Nickelodeon. And the problem is, you wouldn't guess it by watching the animation, uh, which you could hear more about in my review, my problems with the animation itself. But it cost about $100 million to produce this film. Did it so really? It did. It, uh, like I said, that did. I don't know where that money went. Um, <laughs> but uh, so 16 is good and certainly better than anticipated. Right. Uh, this is still going to, I mean, uh, they need a market that, I don't know, China or somewhere to really break out if they want to see a profit though on this one it, it's looking unlikely um but i guess small wins are still wins uh at some mm -hmm, level <laughs> but yeah. yeah i don't um i didn't see this movie making much i mean i guess 16 million for this it's like it's not great but it's fine i mean i didn't see this movie making like 20 25 especially with with it going up against captain marvel and that child audience you know it's kind of it, it it's the child audience is kind of scattered around as far as box office yeah. goes there's not like one particular movie who's getting all that audience like you can you can you can like like you can debate on what that where that audience is going. It, it could be going to a lot of films: Captain Marvel, uh, How to Train Your Dragon, um, Three, Wonder Park. Because uh, even Five Feet Apart, because I did see a lot. I did see a lot of like ten, twelve year olds in that screen that that the um theater as well when I was watching that. So yeah. it's just so much that I have that peaks the eyes for children. So movies like this, I mean, um, movies like this, I I I didn't expect it to make that much. Yeah, uh, so Wonder Park, yeah, I thought 14, but I, I also said I wouldn't be too shocked if it made more, just because sometimes animation is hard to pin down, um, just right. how big it's going to go. Sometimes they do flop as expected, and then sometimes they just they go crazy, and suddenly there you have a huge animated hit on your hands. So 16 million, it's definitely uh, maybe more than what you'd think watching those trailers, but mm -hmm. certainly still within the realm of, of reasonability. <laughs> when right, guessing. Right. 
And yeah, then we that's... moved, yeah, to, to another new release at number three. Number three, um, what do we got? Yeah, so we have Five Feet Apart, which also slightly overperformed. Uh, I think I anticipated it opening around 12 million, and it came in at 13.1 million here in the United States, which is a great opening for that. Movie. It is, it is, and, yeah. Uh, it's yet to release worldwide, so that's its kind of total gross at the moment, but certainly overperformed a really strong release for a YA romance. I am. Um, I'm actually glad. Listen, I I don't know the budget for this movie, what the budget was, but I am ex- I am glad that it did come in. I, I'm glad it peaked the top five. I was getting nervous that it wasn't going to peak, peak the top five because I enjoyed it a lot. Like I don't know. I I. it's very very predictable and stuff like that it's just like all the other films it's very cheesy at parts but i had i had a i i really enjoyed it did you like it did you like it i did i did i thought it had it it had a lot of heart i felt it was very authentic and genuine uh in its delivery and that's what kind of elevated it and that's what and that's what you know the the movies like that like I I'm glad it did have a lot of heart and it took it it took itself seriously by the end like it didn't like I thought the last like 20 minutes were a little too far fetched a little bit but I I do think that the movie like it really did a great job at shedding the fact of that these kind of you know these kind of sicknesses like they 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 exist and you know what I mean and it's just like it's tough and it's hard on on so many people parents uh the people dealing the people actually going through this kind of treatment um and and then like nurses too I I I thought it did a really good job showing how nurses are affected by these kind of illnesses as well too because they can become close to these patients and stuff like that and they and these patients can go any day you know so yes. i i i really I, and i i really really enjoyed it i want to watch it with my girlfriend um because i did watch it alone but even alone like i i really liked it and so i'm glad it did really well and it certainly opened higher than midnight sun and everything Oof. everything uh the last couple of these type of films we've received so it's a good right. start the audience uh, skewed younger overall for this one um but they rated it a very high from the cinema score i think everybody's really enjoying it uh critics are meh on it but otherwise yeah. everybody seems to really be liking it so i think it's going to hold pretty well um especially again it's while it is a younger audience, nothing mm-hmm. else is really aiming at that same demo, that like mm-hmm. teen tween romance demo right now. Um, so I think I think it'll have pretty good legs, actually, uh, especially with how well received it's been. Yeah, I hope it does because I enjoyed it. I hope it does have good legs. I hope more people go out to see it throughout the coming of weeks because it was one of the, like it was one of like the I mean, Shaz- I can't talk about Shazam, but it was like it's like that like as of right now in 2019 like uh five feet apart fighting with my family and shazam are the movies i've really really enjoyed you know this year captain marvel was okay to me but like these those two are the move i mean those three movies are the movies that i really enjoyed this year so you know i hope i hope hope it continues to go far as far as the box office goes um what do we got at number four so at number four, I think we have my still at my number one favorite film of the year so far. <laughs> Came in at number four, and that's How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World. Uh, so it only slipped thirty six point four percent, and that's that's not in, bad. And that's in the face of a brand new animated film 
home opening this weekend. So that's a, a great drop and a great sign to, in general for How to Train Your Dragon. So it made $9.34 million for a yep. total of $135.6 million here domestic and $466.5 million worldwide. Jeez. So it's doing really well, and as we keep mentioning, of we're not going to get final worldwide numbers for a long time because it still mm-hmm. has a long time before it opens in Japan. But it's doing great. It's showing really great signs of legs through its run, and yeah, it can be considered really nothing for but a win for the the finale of this series. I don't think anyone like I don't think anyone was expecting how much of a like a this how much of like how big this movie was gonna be and how yeah. much of a beast it is as far as box office goes. I think it's surprising. It's very. I, I know it's definitely surprising for Universal and stuff like that. I don't think they saw this kind of you know penny coming from this movie. I mean, I thought it was gonna do fine. <laughs> yeah. But like the the amount of like legs it's been it's been going to have in its fourth weekend and you know it's still in the top five. I uh what's what's out next week? Oh oof. I mean I don't know. <laughs> as far uh, the as only thing is I, well for next week, uh, just looking. I mean if it can have a similar drop, I'm in, right. I'm anticipating Wonder Park dropping around fifty percent at least. Yeah. Um yeah. and then five feet apart I think will hold well. So I think how to train your dragon might be well, it'll only fall one spot. It'll definitely stay in the top five because I think yeah. only one thing is gonna jump it. And it may even be able to jump Wonder Park. Who knows? Um it's a little bit taller of a task because it's a little behind it. Uh but right. over at least the next two weeks I think it's gonna be back in front of stuff like Wonder Park. So um yeah, I the next the next one I would say that's gonna really eat into that audience is gonna be Dumbo. Um so it's not even gonna face animated competition until April. But I think of course Dumbo is really gonna take over the family yes, market here course. soon. Yeah, of course. I definitely see that coming. As far we'll get into the next, what's coming yeah. out next week because there's there's a there's a big one. Um, people that people might that a lot of people might sleep on next week, but um, we'll get into it. What do we have for number? Are we on four? Five, five already. Jesus. All right. Uh, what do we got for number five? five? Yeah, it's the smallest drop in the entire top ten this week, and that is Tyler Perry's A Medea Family Funeral. It <sighs> dropped. this weekend for just about 8.1 million. So domestic, it's made 59.1 million, uh, and then worldwide, it's at 59.8 million. So just under that 60 million mark, which usually is like the benchmark for success on these films, it's it's going to be there by tomorrow. Uh, (laughs) That 60 million, Um, yeah. Still, I mean, I'm shocked. It had a had an all right drop last week a pretty predictable drop and then it had a great uh hold this week so yeah (laughs) what is going on like i think you see i i i do believe especially with after the upside this year and just certain movies i i feel like this year as far as box office it's just gonna be all over the place you know where like you know like some certain movies like these are like predict that usually they're like predictable but i don't know something about this year i feel it's just gonna be like the highest grossing movie is probably the movie that you're not gonna think you're not gonna think of and then like you know it's just gonna be all over the place this year yeah. i feel like all right so i don't know 
Yeah, yeah. it's a couple of other opening opening yeah, uh, releases. So we, <laughs> we have a couple of our other new releases that just missed out on the top five. One in at number six is No Manches Frida 2, which is a sequel to actually kind of a breakout uh, Mexican film hit. And this one opened higher than the original. So it came in at number six with 3.89 million. And I actually don't think it's released Elsewhere, which is shocking that it came to the U.S. before it even opened in Mexico. Um, mm. But obviously, once it gets like a Mexican release um, and other Spanish-speaking nations release it, I think it'll do very well. Um, so that's that's another testament, I think, is Mexican-produced cinema, not just uh, Mexican language, but just our Spanish language, uh, Mexican films, continue to have a pretty nice run uh, in the U.S. when it comes to these weird, off-the-wall little releases. It only opened in 472 theaters, so that's a great theater average, and it, and yeah, that's, I mean, great open. I, I was looking at the box office a little bit earlier before we saw the show, and I saw and I saw that movie, and I was just like, wow. You know, I, but like, I was surprised, but I wasn't too surprised because like we see like little sleeper, like sleeper hit movies come out. Like what, what, there was another one that came out like last, like all the, um, all the God movies do really well too, you know, like, you know, like God's not dead. And there was another one last year I'm forgetting about, but I know like they all, a lot of them do well as far as like, yeah. you know, the audiences and some of them break the top 10. So I, I was surprised, but I was like, okay, you know, I didn't hear about it, but I'm sure there was some, there was a select audience who did hear about it and they showed out. And that's what people yeah. still, it goes back to our conversation about a few weeks ago with people Movies that are made for certain audiences, they'll show out, you mm -hmm. know. So it's just it's it's, it's incredible. I like, yeah. I like I like the fact that it made the top ten, even I though I didn't I didn't hear about it. <laughs> yeah, I definitely relate it a lot to Bollywood films too. That's the other right. market that randomly opens big. Like some of those Bollywood movies, and even some of these Mexican films, they get almost up to like ten million plus opening, and it just shocks you because you're not anticipating it. But they have that audience of people who will come out and. Uh, I think mm -hmm. this is just another testament to that. And yeah. then the, I see, I was close on this one. Uh, then at number seven, I predicted four million for the opening, and looks like I was even a little bit optimistic uh, because Captive State comes in at number seven with three point two million in its opening weekend. Yeah. Uh, I anywhere else yet. <clears throat> I didn't see this movie to make it a dot. Like you and I both were like, yeah, Captive State. Yeah. Bye bye. I just like I I saw no I, I the marketing I did see probably I seen it this week. Like you know what I mean? Like maybe like a few TV spots, maybe. And uh, you know I saw the I remember like last month I saw the poster at my one of my theaters and I was like, what's that? I heard the poster's cool too. And I was like, what's that? That looks interesting. And then I saw the trailer and I was like, oh yeah, looks I... all right. You I know. don't know if Focus just dumped it. Like I don't, I don't know what they did. They really did not market this film. There's not even an online push. Usually, if you're not seeing a lot on TV or the bigger, more typical marketing styles, you know, you'll see a lot of ads. And of course, both of us are online on YouTube, on social media a lot. And I personally, I haven't seen it. I haven't gotten mm -hmm. the little banners. I haven't gotten the little commercials before YouTube videos. I haven't gotten like anything for Captain. Yeah. I've like, seen they nothing. Just, 
they have not advertised this film at all, so I'm not shocked. Which, I mean, I guess is a bit of a shame. Of course, Vera Farmiga and John Goodman are not really box office powerhouses by any means, but they would at least, I mean, put them out there a little bit. And uh, I don't know, the the aliens, they could have opened this bigger. I I just don't know what focus was doing <laughs> i don't know if this like i definitely agree too because like you would think this would be like a no name kind of uh no name kind of uh movie like you know as far as the cast and yeah. stuff but like okay the main character you've seen him in a few things like i said last week i was like i don't think that kid's a draw yeah. but I, I mean you'll see you see him in a few things but Vera farmiga is one of the faces of the conjuring universe and yeah. john goodman he he's had a he has a good run i guess and i'm just like the marketing didn't even show them so yeah, I'm right. just like, I, I didn't see this movie making a dime. Now, the real question is, is where the hell is that Nancy Drew movie? Well, that's actually what I was <laughs> looking through. I was I looking through here, it. and I said, oh, my God. Well, that's that's another one. I saw one trailer for it, I think, last month sometime uh, at the movie theater. And then I've literally seen nothing else for that Nancy Drew movie. I actually did not even know it was opening this weekend until, like, Thursday. I was like, oh, that's out now? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Did um, it make the top five? I don't see – I mean, did it make anything? I don't I don't see it on the uh, – I don't see it anywhere. I don't know if it just – they haven't reported it quite yet for that film or what's the deal. But it's really – yeah, that's terrible. Climax, I know, expanded this weekend again. Yeah. Um, that made just under two hundred thousand. That's a slow roll for for A twenty four trying to get that one out. Right. Um, the only other real notable things: the Lego Movie two came in at number eight. It did finally crack the century mark here in the United States. So at least at least it hit that because mm, <laughs> barely six weeks to get to hundred million is is sad. Uh, Alita Battle Angel cracked 80 million this weekend here domestically. So that's, uh, again, another small victory. It's almost to 400 million worldwide. So there's that. Uh, (laughs) And then Green Book kind of held on into that top 10. But yeah, I just, I was really shocked at, at, at the marketing of so many films this weekend. And that's actually just kind of to show you Wonder Park. Yeah, those trailers weren't great, but I've seen Wonder Park everywhere. I have seen really? so many. I've seen it just on TV, online. They've shown that trailer in front of any and every film that it would be even somewhat appropriate for. <laughs> they right. have billboards. I mean, you know, they went all out to market that, and it opened bigger than expected. Then you have Captive State and Nancy Drew, and, I mean, they are all but non-existent. I mean, we're going to forget they even came out this year, probably in a week's time. Yeah, I even, I mean, like, besides Captive State and Nancy Drew, I don't know what, the way I found Nancy Drew was I was on my AMC app you know, trying to find tickets for five feet apart, and I'm scrolling, and I and I, I must have missed it at the top, and then I see Nancy Drew with Sophia Lillard. I was like, what? Yeah. And then I was like, what is that? First of all, the poster looks like a Disney Channel poster. It looks yeah. awful. Like, I was just like, oh my lord. And then I was like, what is that? And I I, I almost clicked on it, and I was like, no, Dwayne, just don't do it to yourself. Just keep scrolling for five feet apart. And then I found <laughs> five feet, but even like Five feet apart. Like I watch MTV on the reg. Maybe like you know for my Wednesday, you know my Tuesday. No, yeah, my Tuesday and Wednesday <laughs> show. Um, and X on the beach on Thursday. But like you know, I watch MTV and stuff. And so I, I think like that's that in like free form. 
are like your main channels to promote this movie. Yeah. And like, you know, I just I just saw trailers for Wonder Park and Captain Marvel. You know, Captain yeah. Marvel saying it's the number one movie in the world, all that you know, all that all those yeah. trailers. I saw no I I maybe saw like one mini little banner at the at the like while I was watching MTV of Five Feet Apart. That that's, was it. That's very strange. Or even like the CW, you know, there's a few shows I watch on there. Like, the, like one of the main stars of Riverdale is Cole Sprouse, who promote this thing. But like, you know, I I barely saw it on that channel too, and I'm just yeah, like, that's this very strange. Yeah, it's weird, and I'm just like, I mean, the movie was, I mean, it's yeah, it's being kind of mixed by critics, but it's fine. It's not, it's a serviceable movie. You know, it's not like this abomination of a film like Midnight Sun was, but it's just yeah. like, you know, it's so I'm definitely surprised well, at the hopefully the since that. it it opened bigger than their high-end expectation, maybe they'll say, hey, oh, we maybe we got something on our hands and start pushing it up to the audience it needs to be pushed to. Because yeah. apparently they didn't do that, and it still opened nice, a nice little opening for it. So maybe they'll realize their mistake and, you know, that they could have a sleeper hit on their hands if they just get it into the right uh, demo. Right. That's That's what I'm, um, that's what I'm, like, that's what I'm predicting as well. It's just like, I mean, hopefully they continue to, you know, oh, five. I mean, just, I mean, if you do one of your bull, do one of the bullshit TV spots, oh, five feet apart is the number one movie in this area, yeah. you know, or something like, but, um, okay. So next week we got a big one coming out. Uh, what do you, yes. what do you see as far as tracking goes for us? For us? Well, my, pr oh God, I, again, I think this one, uh, I'm so hesitant with us because it really, could just you know dominate it could pull a get out and just shock mm -hmm. the world with how big it's opening because those tv spots and those trailers have been amazing they've yes. been so effective yeah. um i've seen it a lot in the trailers there i don't know if your amc has that like really cool stand yes they do i love it <laughs> so much but I, uh I like that standy is so awesome it's i just so everything about this marketing has been fire just it's fire been it's been so like I love that they're pushing this movie. Is it is it Universal that's doing this movie? Um, for us, I think it's Universal. I know it's. I don't think it's Blumhouse like like how Get Out was, but I know it's yeah, it's Universal. So, um, as far as us, I love that they are promoting the crap out of it. You know, I would have hated to see this movie being panned and like just thrown out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. They're promoting it. They got that 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 stand is so great. It's at, it's at every yeah. theater, like every AMC theater. It's there, and it, and what I love about it, because I've seen it a thousand times, but when I'm walking through my hallway and someone who's like there for one movie or something, like, ooh, what's this? And I love that. I can't wait. Yeah. All the stuff from South by Southwest has been great that like even they have been promoting this movie well the trailers are great every time the um every time the trailer comes up in the movie what right before a movie starts um because this is one of the trailers that did i'm um, surprisingly enough it, it showed before five feet apart i was like okay but um <laughs> it, it was there even in the, in the um the girls who were next to me they were annoying as hell but they were like "Ooh, let's go see that and i'm so excited that that, that there's so much buzz around the movie and then you got those at those like trolls who were like oh people are already calling it the, one of the best movies this is what this is what's wrong with cinema and shut up everyone's just excited for it. you know what i mean i dedicated yeah. a whole show to this to this movie like two weeks ago just to talk about it because i was so yeah. excited you know yeah so i'm uh, i'm gonna go with 
45 is my estimate for what it's going to open with. Okay, we're in the same range. That's good. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking, I mean, we might both look crazy and it just goes wild. I wouldn't be shocked um, next week. But yeah, I mean, again, horror, as we were talking about, horror is always somewhat of a safe bet because usually they're cheap, one. But they're they're usually good for like a nice decent opening. Even the small ones that don't get a lot of promo somehow find their way to over ten million when others when other genres do not get that luxury when it's so small. Um, and then when horror does get the promotion and it actually looks good, you get those big like shock breakout hits from the genre. And I I think this is definitely looking to be one of those. And I'd be really disappointed if we let this one underperform <laughs> yeah i hope i hope i hope it does well i hope everyone shows out for it i put up a I put up a picture last week of like the amc the seven o'clock thursday screening is packed like at my theater and not just like one of them it's like three of them are packed and well, they the just thing, um yeah they also they also just opened it like it's gonna they're gonna be showing it in Dolby at one of the theaters too and that one's almost packed so I hope it does well. Well, yeah, and then looking at this year, what have we had in terms of horror? I mean, Captive State is kind of a horror, kind of a thriller. Yeah, the Prodigy. It in made literally, room. yeah, it made no dent. We had the Prodigy, which made no money and made nothing, uh, yeah. and then Escape Room has done okay, um, but. You know, it left, it left people a little bit salty. And then Happy Death Day, if you're a horror oh. fan, you were walking out saying, oh, that was a nice comedy. So Yeah, that was <laughs> a nice know, sci-fi. Like, <laughs> this is going to be good. We're finally, hopefully, going to get a good horror film this year that really delivers on all fronts. And I think, I, I hope at least. And I think horror fans are, are like itching for for an actual horror, you know. Yes, and like this Falls to the be, Wall, right? Yeah. <laughs> So I'm excited. You're excited. We're all excited. We'll, you and I will be back next week for um, episode five to see how us did. And so you and I can geek about it and stuff like that. But um, all right, guys, that is um, the box office beatdown episode four this week. Make sure you guys tune in next week for episode five and make sure you guys tune into all of our other stuff that's on the channel. Uh, Larry, where can they find you, sir? Yeah, you can find me on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram, all at LC Screen Talk. Yes, and I will add uh, Larry's social medias in the links below. But make sure you guys check those, check all of his videos out. And thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We will talk to you soon. Bye bye.